This is Les Howard from the Signal Podcast, and you're listening to Psychanalysis. And I think you think I think you don't like me, but you know I know that's untrue. And as you think about what I think, I know I'm thinking of you. And I thought you thought I thought I'd like you, and I really thought that was true. But now I know I think I thought so, and now I'm wondering about you. Please stop being so... Hi, I'm Dan the Great Putnam. And today you're listening to Psych Analysis, our psych podcast. The beautiful thing about this particular podcast is that I, Dan Putnam, haven't actually seen this show. But Tabitha Smith and Kim Butler have. And Heidi, whose last name I don't know, also has. <laughs> so, to start us off, I'm Dan Putnam. I'm Tabs. <laughs> I'm Kim. And it's and- Jenkins. Yes, and I'm Heidi Jenkins. <laughs> I seriously aren't gonna aren't gonna give me the the grand voice right no. now. What? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you did enough for everyone. Yeah. And I believe the episode we are discussing today is season two, episode three, Sigh versus Sigh. Dun dun dun. If you say that fast enough, it sounds like you're saying Versailles. <laughs> <laughs> so, what did you guys think of the episode? <laughs> I really liked this one. I was pretty it was... at the treasury gentleman. <laughs> treasury gentleman. <laughs> Is he silent? Does he hover? Does he cut out your heart? <laughs> I Are you talking about Lou Diamond Phillips? Lou Diamond Phillips. Because you're just making me really sad here. You don't know. Lou Diamond Phillips is. Oh. Anyway, go on. Um, yay! I love this episode, and I love that Lou Diamond Phillips is in it because, as a you know, girl, I <laughs> obsess over Young Guns. Oh. <laughs> and even though Lou Diamond Phillips wasn't my favorite in that movie, definitely or any of them, but definitely it was up there. So. So what you're telling me is you really enjoyed this episode because it had a man celebrity in it who you enjoy. Actually, no. I like the episode for totally other reasons. I just find it entertaining that you don't even know who he is. Actually, it makes me sad and feel old, but that's okay. So all I'm hearing right now is you did not enjoy the episode of its own merits. <laughs> Those are the exact words that you said, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, well, yes. Yes, uh, you like to be mistaken. So All right. let's move on. <laughs> you should. Every geek should know Lou Diamond Phillips. He was in the latest incarnation of Stargate. How about that? Moving on. <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> um, I like this episode. I love the fact that we see another psychic. I know, and she's What's totally on to Sean. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got a question for you guys. Was this a fake psychic? I'm going to go with, yeah, this was a fake psychic. What do you guys think? Uh, I think they're all fake psychics. <laughs> the psychic. I think the I think the show has not really embraced the idea that there is anything real about psychics. That's not even true. Burton Guster is clearly the actual psychic. <laughs> no, don't be fooled by the super sniffer. Oh, <laughs> Um, no, I think, I mean, clearly she's a fake psychic, considering, you know, she was largely the cause of the crime. So when you're in that position, it's kind of easy to, like, make some crazy-off-the-wall accurate guesses. 
Uh-huh, like the yeah. earring. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, she did the same things that Sean and Gus did. You know, she interviewed mm-hmm. the security guard. She watched the video footage. Uh, she pretty much portrayed herself as a fake psychic. Because... And also, hang... Go on, sorry. No, oh, you're done. No, I'm done. No, no, you go. Finish your, finish your thought. I'm done. You, you cut I was it seriously going to talk about Logger. Go on. <laughs> no, go for it. I'm done. She's fake. Um... She didn't She didn't get her position as a psychic by knowing about this case. In fact, she didn't even know the guy until, like, their last stop. Remember? Right. Yeah. But yeah. I'm saying that, that she, the fact that she was the bad guy sort of indicated that it was pretty easy fake. for her to be fake. <laughs> also, show of hands, who didn't know she was the bad guy right off the bat? That's what I thought. I can't remember if, I don't think I, I did. I don't think I did. Oh, she was clearly the bad guy right off the bat. Actually, I thought that she was wearing a bald cap in that, uh, one last bit of bald cap, bald cap wig in that, uh, video, but that well, didn't work. if I, I think if I would have thought that she was a bad guy, I would have thought it was too obvious because she's antagonistic to Sean, and you're not supposed to like people that are antagonistic to Sean, so. Exactly right. Well, yeah. She is the bad guy, you could clearly tell. <laughs> uh, I did also, I also like the, the flashback at the beginning with Sean and Henry in the principal's office and the forged permission slip. Right. I don't feel like that had anything to do with the episode, but I also enjoyed it. Forgery, forged banknotes. I don't see the connection. Oh, never mind. <laughs> You're improbable yeah. today, Dan. Uh, my favorite part about that scene was the principal... Um, Showing his handwriting expertise and saying that Henry has an open and childlike kindness about him. Then <laughs> <laughs> yes. backing off, it was only it was only one glass or something like that. It was, yeah, yeah, it was funny. <laughs> um, let me see. I really, I just really liked this sort of adversarial relationship between Sean and the chick. It was interesting. I'm surprised and, this isn't one where we wanted to give up. Oh, this was the one where we wanted to give up, wasn't it? Um, no, that was a different yeah. one. Carry yeah. on. <laughs> no, it was this one. Yeah, because cause Henry tells Carry him on. not to give up. Yeah, because, well, no, Henry gives him permission to give up. That's right, give because up. He could, yeah, go ahead and quit, because you quit everything. And... Right, right, right. I appreciate you however you are, son. That was pretty hilarious. That yes. made me <laughs> Like, I'm sure, I get the feeling, like... Henry is kind of my mother, almost, in a way. <laughs> Growing up, my mom was strict. She was she was all over my case. And then, like, as I got to be a teenager and uh, later and later and later, she got really mellow and stuff. Mm. And eventually it was like, I accept you, son. Not that she didn't accept me before, but I accept you, son. And, like, she started doing things that were really not mom-like. Mm. And, like, Henry's things that are not Henry-like, like forgiving him and... All that stuff. And getting foot baths or whatever. <laughs> Didn't we have, like, an episode where he was, like, pampering himself? And yeah, the spa. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he went to the spa. Mm-hmm. Right. Very, very mellow. He's clearly mellow, right? Right, right? I, um, actually, that brings me to another point, because I'm not going to stop talking. I was pretty cranky with the, um, the writers in this one. Every character was acting totally wrong. Just, like, they, it was so inconsistent with, like, what we've seen in the rest of the series. But it was on purpose, right? Was it? I mean, I don't know. Henry, I, okay, like, he can act weird. He's supposed to be kind of the, the curveball. Oh, how's this guy going to act? Oh, he's supposed to be crotchety, but he's got a soft side to him, kind of. 
but like Lasseter was just totally off. And Juliet was like, yeah, yeah, I like this. No, I don't like this attention. Yes, I do. Just like, well, see, I don't think Lasseter was off. I think Lasseter, that was, um, I, I mean, because he was clearly competing mm. with the special agent Ewing. Sure, and so, um, before that, he was trying to get on his good side. But right, think- because he was a, like a big wig and he thought, okay, great, this will help me advance. Yeah, because we've seen all Lassie has is his career. And mm-hmm. most people think of FBI agents higher than cops. So. That transition was way too fast to jump between like, oh, get me farther along in my career to, oh, I have to compete with this guy. Arr. That was totally screwball. Well, you know, I, I, I did say. It. No, because Agent Ewing was kind of a jerk. He was clearly uninterested in Lasseter yeah. and like, very condescending. And, and even Lassie can't put up with that. And Well, and the... The competition came in when, uh, when their side, like the cops and Sean and Gus, finally started making headway, mm-hmm. and it wasn't just him and his psychic that were solving things. So then Lassiter's like, "Oh, well, we're just as good as you." Right. Right. And so plus, then- plus Lassiter had to watch Juliet be all, yeah, moony over him. <laughs> well, she wasn't for a while there. True, but yeah. I'm telling you, man. You know what? That was a secret story behind this. This was like a Simpson story. I love the scene at the There's two scenes at the end that I I just have to mention that I love. One of them is related to this, and that is the one where he walks up with with his shirt all open. No shirt. No shirt. shirt, Right? Then he's like, I had this in my back pocket. I'm going to go take a break while you guys do this. (laughs) And I was just like, that's hilarious. Well, I love that it it looks like a dream sequence. Like she's exactly, yeah, him. totally. Does. And then he's like, Lassiter spilled stuff on my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the big the bit that he says he has one in his back pocket, yes. perfectly pressed. Yes. yes, yes, yes. And she totally thought it was a dream too, because when he starts talking, she gets this look on her face, like, "Oh, what? they're <laughs> actually here." <laughs> yes, it's a nice parallel to the. Doesn't she see him coming out of the shower or the? pool or something uh, earlier? She, no, she says, imagined him on yeah, the phone. Because, like, oh, he, maybe he called me right after a swim. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. But no, he's not a swimmer. He's more of a, oh, what was it? I don't know. Rugby. rugby or, player. Yeah, rugby yeah, player. Rugby yeah. player. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then this is also at the end, and I'm sorry, but I just have to mention it. I just love that the thing that undoes the, the psychic is the little old lady. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I loved her. She was my favorite character. She, in this was, so she was so great. The transcriptionist. Yes. yes. Mildred. Mildred. Right. Yes. And then he's like, you know, when he talks about her, they're like, what's Mildred? Yeah. Mildred is. It's a, he thinks it's a, <laughs> he thinks it's an anagram, which he, I think he meant acronym. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's too funny. I love I that she it. just like, she just appears everywhere. It was great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's just always there. Mm-hmm. I, that's another reason that I think this was like a Simpsons style episode. I bet you that this episode was written out a lot longer. This was probably like two or three episodes worth, and they had to cut it down a lot. Mm. Something like that. Maybe. Like I bet Mildred had a backstory growing up the seedy side in New Orleans. <laughs> no, seriously. Like there were things just kind of thrown in there, and like transitions that happened way too fast. I bet there was a backstory, mm. and I want somebody to find out for me and tell me. That means you, single loyal listener. <laughs> Do they have to be single or if they're married? 
Yeah. <laughs> right. And then Sean and his nostalgia for his childhood. Yes. I also really liked his uh, bit on the, what is that, the lift to the, in the Home Depot? On the forklift. On the forklift. Oh, my gosh. And then Henry only, sees him. <laughs> yeah. Only serious psychics use forklifts, Right. You know? <laughs> right. Gus seemed a little in the background in this episode. Like, he's there, mm-hmm. but... He didn't have a lot so to I do. bet, you know what? I bet it was like Gus's side story that got cut out. <laughs> You're just going to um, go with this theory, him. right? That this is a well, two-parter episode. Well, what was Gus episode? doing while Sean was, uh, while Sean was in the hotel getting busy with this, uh, evil Probably chick. finishing the wet bar. <laughs> yeah. Right. Building Henry's wet bar. <laughs> or, you know, palling it up with Mildred because clearly they have, you know, a, a friendship right. going. She also doesn't have a side story. <laughs> <laughs> He manages to get Mildred to, you know, get the best seat in the car. That's Aww. right. Yeah. The one that he wouldn't give to the little boy cat. Right. <laughs> I don't but... understand the euphemism that you're going after. <laughs> the analogy you're trying to make. I'm not I'm not sure what's going on. If there's a metaphor or simile or what's happening. I think you're inventing things, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> um, I no also <laughs> really love the Easy Bake Oven. Yes. <laughs> 19 hours. See? Another thing that would have gone on the side. Tasted sides. awful. <laughs> it's totally out of nowhere. No, it's not out of nowhere. I mean, how much does Sean... Sean... Nostalgia for his childhood. Let me put it to you this way. It didn't go anywhere. <laughs> like, it came in like, yeah, yeah, it's out of nowhere. Yeah, we love that stuff. But then, where'd the Easy Bake Oven go? You know what? I bet the Easy Bake Oven had some spinoff. Oh, my gosh. It had a purpose. Okay, yeah, now this Very one's... Very specific. This one's reaching. <laughs> Seriously, the other one, side story, I'm telling you. Anyway. Anyway. The Easy Bake Oven helped them solve the case. It did. What did it do? Because she didn't like cake and no self-respecting person cannot like cake? Because it made them think of coffee. Mm-hmm. Oh. And the coffee that she went and didn't show up for, da-da-da, because she was somewhere else. Right. I went to go get coffee. Because she was I'm doing going. the coffee with the dude, with the bad dude. Right. Oh, yeah, dude. She's, dead, she's bad dude. this, this she fake side, paying attention. And then touched all over. <laughs> so oh that was so awkward and random. <laughs> so weird. Ooh, I'm petting you weirdly, dead guy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Lassiter's like, hey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, the best part was the chief's response. Lassiter, we're lucky if our psychic doesn't lick the guy. Yes, that's true. You stole my quote. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no quote stealing. Um. Uh, I also really, I think it's just really interesting that we've shown that Sean is not unique in his abilities. Right. That there's somebody else out there that can do what he does and pull it off, pull off this con that they're a psychic and do really good yeah. investigating and observing, observ- observation and things like that. So I'm glad yeah, it wasn't. At a higher level. Yeah. So I'm glad it wasn't just that she knew because she was the bad guy. She actually does show some insights and deductions. Besides that. She was a she was a fake psychic before she met the bad guy. Right, so. right. Yeah. So it's a really interesting thing for a TV show to do because you've built up your hero so unique and different. Oh, wait. <laughs> He's not really. <laughs> but he won in the end, so it was all good. Don Strady did. <clears throat> I also was very confused why Henry would eat the upside-down Easy Bake Oven pineapple cake. 
<laughs> right. Oh, come on. You kind of want to. No. <laughs> Not after hearing it took 19 hours to bake. 19 hours to bake. Right. Are you kidding? That means it's thorough. Right. <laughs> no. It's a, it's a little light bulb in there, guys. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? That, that doesn't also, work? It actually irradiates the bacteria on the food and kills them. <laughs> I do love that quote. I'm not going to say it, but that is a funny quote. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and I also so, like seeing Chief Vic outside of her office. Yay, Vic! Yeah. That was fun. Yeah, I can't get a handle on her character either. I don't honestly know how Chief Vic is supposed to act. She's the the real person. She's like the um, sort of, like, you know, she's sort of stern. She gets annoyed with Sean, but she really is just sort of in support of him, and she wants him... To make the job easier. When he's already got this rapport of getting the job done, albeit unorthodoxly, she will go ahead and say, look, we didn't need you. Well, because for one, any boss is going to say that when you don't necessarily need an extra person to pay. Mm -hmm. Don't you tell me that. I'm trying to get a job by weeding. I know, I know. (laughs) But, you know, like a contractor, if, if the boss thinks their regular employees can handle it, they'll do that. Right. That's all she's doing. She's just doing her normal job. I think in the show she's supposed to be the mother character. Yeah, and she kind of is. Yeah. She kind of shepherds everybody around and, okay, that's enough. <laughs> Let's be real. And she's, you know, I mean, she's very, um, you know, she takes care of her people. Like, and, and she's aware of their quirks and things, you know, like with Lassie, she totally gets it. Yeah. She knew about the like, birthday thing. Exactly. I was going to say, when, when Juliet was like, let's surprise him, she's like, oh, no, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, you know, that's just, she's just the down to earth. She's supportive of Sean, but at the same time, she's doing her job. <gasps> Maybe she and Henry are going to date later in the season. Mm. Ooh, good prediction. <laughs> We're moving on to predictions, apparently. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you spot the pineapple? You didn't give me that <laughs> I'm all over it. Pineapple? Yes. Pineapple. Did you spot the pineapple? pineapple yes. Oh, damn. <sighs> Daniel. Don't be sad. Come on. There was a pineapple. It was very obvious. It was very. very. Nope. Come on, Dan. Not doing it. <sighs> really? Heidi, where, where was the pineapple? Um, Pineapple upside down cake Ta-da! in the Easy Bake Oven. Heidi wins. <laughs> Counterpoint. No. The Easy Bake Oven series have never included a recipe for pineapple upside down cake. That's why it didn't work. That's why Don't it didn't move. work. That's why oh, that's why it I took nineteen hours. It was not then pineapple upside down cake, but only had the potential to be please go on to the next one. <laughs> Predictions. So Dan predicts that Chief Vic and Henry are gonna hook up. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I don't know if there's any prediction that can top that. I I really don't think so, no. <laughs> oh, come on, make something up. About time. <clears throat> um, I predict, I'm going to top Dan's prediction, I predict that Mildred and Henry will hook up. <laughs> <laughs> I love awesome. it. Oh, Mildred. I bet we see Mildred again. <laughs> I predict so, uh, that Dan will cease to find pineapples. <laughs> <laughs> He'll just stop looking. Even if he seems to find pineapples, assumes I've been looking in the first place. Right. Continues with his protest. 
<laughs> All right. Yeah. Favorite quotes? I think I already stole somebody's. Yeah, yeah you stole one of mine. Good thing I had backups. What's your backup? Because I don't actually have one. My <laughs> quote was, uh, was, boy, that one viewer we have out there in Southern California sure is a sharp son of a gun. Shout out to that Dan Putnam fellow. That was my quote. Wow. So apparently Dan was taking some kind of special mushroom while he was watching this episode. <laughs> okay. Yes. Agreed. I think that's where all those extra backstories are coming from, too. Apparently. He actually saw them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, Heidi's fess up some quotes. Okay. Um, before forensics had a chance to come in and brush the body, or comb it, or braid it, or maybe put it in pigtails. <laughs> uh, mine is, Sean, wait a minute, you're not Lassie, Agent Ewing. Well, I don't know what a Lassie is, but I'm not it. Special Agent Lars Ewing with the FTD. Sean, you're a special florist? <laughs> <laughs> that was Jack's yeah. favorite quote. <laughs> yes. Um... There's a bunch. I think I'll go with this one. This case goes against every federal bone in my body, but who are you? I'm not familiar with the federal bone. Does that connect to the hip bone or the knee bone? That yes. was a fantastic I like that one. Yeah. How many times did he ask for their names? Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> I also like, <laughs> what color is that suit? Black. Really? It seems blacker than black. It's Washington black. <laughs> yeah, I also liked uh, Lassiter asking about his recording device and his pen. Is that really a pen? <laughs> yes, that was funny. So uh, this this link you sent with the the quotes in it, I did find one that I totally forgot about. And the reason I thought this quote was funny is because I thought it should be said in Isaiah Mustafa's voice, where Sean says, "Oh, just one more thing. You might want to check the cash from the dealership because it's not all counterfeited." And Agent Ewing responds. That's ridiculous. If I had learned to laugh as a child, I would right now. And I feel like that's an Isaiah Mustafa quote. That's ridiculous. If I had learned to laugh as a child, I would. You just want another case to talk in that voice. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Uh, Then one other that I liked was, um, so this is what a psychic detective office looks like. You know, I always imagine, does something smell like pineapple? Pineapple upside down cake. Would you like some? Wait, before you answer that. Are you a fan of delicious flavor? (laughs) (laughs) Are you a fan of delicious flavor? (laughs) I also like the 700 hours is almost 20 days. Shouldn't we act sooner? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I want to know how Sean finally figured out the 2200 hours was 10 o'clock and that he should meet her there at her hotel at that time. (laughs) Gus probably told him after the commercial break. (laughs) Or he was just randomly asking people on the street, hey, do you know when 2200 hours is? (laughs) It's a really really long time. It's like months from now. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, one more quote that was just completely random. It's not like I'm wearing a giant moose costume. (laughs) (laughs) yes Uh, alright well that's it from us we'll be back next time with more psych so bye everybody Bye. bye bye Psych Analysis is a podcast about the USA Network show Psych and is part of QuadruplesZ.com and Between the Lines Studios stay tuned for more episodes if you want to get a hold of us, please send emails to betweenthelinestudios at gmail.com or visit our website at quadruplez.com. 
Psych Analysis is released under a Creative Commons Attribution, non-commercial, non-derivative work, 3.0 United States license. Ah, yay, me. Pause. Are we doing this in a different format? Uh, we're just going to talk about the episode. Okay. Good. Resume.